So now more than ever is really the time to prioritize your health and make sure that you get into the habit of eating foods that support both your immune system and your weight loss goals. And in fact, you know, really, this is a great time to start establishing and building those healthier habits so that when you get back into that routine, you've already established these habits and you have them under your belt. So it's going to make healthy eating and healthy living a lot easier. So dark leafy greens and, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables, especially those, you know, that are high in vitamin C, like bell peppers and citrus foods, all of those are excellent choices to make sure that your body is getting the nutrients that it needs. Now, if you play this right, you could actually lose weight during isolation, then gain it. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, author, and mind-body coach. And several years ago, I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits, you'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight. The secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist and mind-body coach Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful for you tuning in today. This is a very, very special episode because it's something that I'm being asked about a lot right now. We're in lockdown and self-isolation right now, and things are getting real. But my mantra throughout this whole ordeal is that I plan on coming out of this stronger than I was when it started. And I want to encourage you to think this way also because you'll feel more empowered. Okay, so not only are we locked down, we're probably locked down with a lot of snacks. So trust me, I found myself sneaking in some sun chips and some haagen myself. So you're definitely not alone there. We're living in an unprecedented time. Stress is at an all time high. Social distancing, our favorite coffee shops are closed. Families are on lockdown. The worst part is that no one knows when this is finally going to be over. And we're all starting to feel a little bit out of control with the loss of routine. So how do you avoid weight gain and maintain good habits when thrown off of your regularly scheduled program? The tips in this episode may help you to avoid weight gain, and you may even lose weight during the quarantine, boost your health, and help you to develop healthy habits. Number one, start your day right. So starting your day right includes doing two things. The first thing is to make the first activity about you. The morning is a sacred time of the day. The moment you leave your bedroom, the remainder of the day takes away from you and you're on everybody else's agenda. So the morning really is the best time to give back to yourself. If you're feeling a lot of stress, uncertainty, vulnerability, and if your thoughts are just all jumbled, a routine can really help you to keep motivated, determined, and dedicated. Positive habits can help to keep us focused and productive and help to bring clarity to all the uncertainty and the changes and the challenges that we're facing in life right now. This is why doing something first thing in the morning that gives back to you can help you to keep calm and deal with all of the upheaval. So you can try things like a guided meditation, and there's some really great ones on YouTube. 
Uh, you can even try exercising and it doesn't have to be long. You can just exercise maybe for like, you know, 10 or even 20 minutes. Um, I think I might have talked about this in another podcast episode. I definitely talked about this in my book. But, you know, when I was starting, the first thing that I did was I went into my backyard and I just did some jumping rope. I just skipped rope for like five minutes and that was it. So you can even try, you know, turning your backyard into your own gym as well. Um, another thing you can do is journaling. And journaling is really beneficial for helping to get the thoughts in your brain, like out of your head and just onto paper, just really make sense of all of these thoughts that you're having. So the second part of starting your day right includes eating breakfast. So breakfast will help to keep your blood sugar balanced, which will also give you the energy that you need to tackle all the things you need to do throughout the day. And it can also help to prevent overeating later in the day as well. So this is important because now that many of us are working from home, you're probably finding yourself making a lot more trips to the kitchen or wherever it is that you keep your treats. So shoot for a breakfast with a healthy balance of both protein and carbs. It's going to boost your energy all day. And it's also going to keep you from diving face first into that cookie jar at 2 p.m. So for me personally, I like to start with a protein. So let's say like an egg. Um, I also I'll add in a healthy fat like avocados. Sometimes it might be oatmeal where I might stir in some almond butter as well for some healthy fats to also keep my blood sugar balanced. Um, and it also makes it tastier as well. Depending on how I feel, I may even top off the oatmeal maybe with some berries like, you know, blueberries or strawberries, which are both, you know, excellent sources of vitamin C as well to keep your immune system strong during this time. Now, although there's no strong evidence to support the idea that eating breakfast, you know, is beneficial or aids in weight loss, in general with my clients, I do like to recommend breakfast because in my past experience, I've seen many people who skip breakfast reach for unhealthy snacks come mid-morning. I also believe that having breakfast helps to establish healthy habits if you're trying to eat healthier. Also, skipping breakfast may be a missed opportunity for getting in some of those you know, beneficial nutrients that most people aren't getting enough of, like potassium, calcium, and fiber. And fiber is also really crucial for weight loss. I talked about that, I believe, back in episode three, which was all about why you can't stop eating. So the only time that I'm an advocate of skipping breakfast is if you're doing something like intermittent fasting where you have planned fasting periods. And I'll actually be covering intermittent fasting in a future episode. So stay tuned for that. Now, really, it's up to the individual, but I would suggest that if you find yourself ravenous at 10 a.m., like some of my clients, because you've skipped breakfast, then you may want to consider eating breakfast. So the easiest thing to do would be to make a smoothie. So I actually have a delicious recipe for a quick and healthy chocolate coconut smoothie, which has um, some fat burning ingredients like coconut oil, as well as chia seeds. So I'll drop a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. And it also has raw cacao powder in it as well, which is one of the foods that is highest in the amount of antioxidants. So again, check out that link on my website. I'll drop that link in the show notes for you. So the second way to avoid weight gain during self-isolation is to make a healthy lunch each day. So we can't talk about breakfast without talking about lunch. So again, this brings me to the second way to avoid weight gain, and that is to make a healthy lunch each day. So now more than ever is really the time to prioritize your health and make sure that you get into the habit of eating foods that support both your immune system and your weight loss goals. And in fact, I, I just first of all, I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. But, you know, really, this is a great time to start establishing and building those healthier habits so that when you get back into that routine, you've already established these habits and you have them under your belt. So it's going to make healthy eating and healthy living a lot easier. 
So dark leafy greens and, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables, especially those, you know, that are high in vitamin C, like bell peppers and citrus fruits. All of those are excellent choices to make sure that your body is getting the nutrients that it needs. Now, if you play this right, you could actually lose weight during isolation, then gain it. So I really want you to do something good for your body each day by making a healthy lunch. So to cement this routine, make and enjoy lunch at the same time each day. Each time we're able to make and keep a commitment to ourselves, this builds our self-confidence. And I talked about this maybe back in episode two, um, if you want to check that out. But you know, since these turbulent times, they, you know, may be affecting our self-confidence, keeping this commitment to yourself of making a healthy lunch every single day may help to enhance your overall sense of well-being. So choose meals that you can pack a whole lot of veggies into. So you're getting the nutrients you need while also keeping you full. Now, when I was losing weight, this is where lentils came in. And for those who've been following me for a while, you know, I am a huge fan of lentils, but it wasn't always that way. Now, I knew nothing about lentils before I started to lose weight, but once I discovered them, I was hooked. So I know some people are intimidated by them, but they're extremely easy to make. You can literally just throw everything together in one pot and make a one pot meal, like a lentil stew, where you can add in things like broccoli, carrots, sweet potatoes, and zucchini. I use my Instant Pot. I'm in love with my Instant Pot. It's my second love, I think, you know, beyond my husband, but... um. I really enjoy using the Instant Pot because it just makes, you know, making healthy meals so much easier and just so much quicker. Now, lentils are also high in both fiber and protein, which will help to keep you full and as well prevent overeating. And protein also keeps your metabolism revved up as well. So, you know, eating those foods that help to keep your metabolism revved up is really important. Again, during this time where you might not be moving so much. So, you know, the bonus of making something like a lentil stew is that you'll have a few lunches for the week. So I'll pop a link for a sweet potato red lentil curry recipe in the show notes so you can see how easy it is to both make and enjoy lentils. Okay, so the third way to avoid weight gain during lockdown is to indulge wisely. Yes, I'm talking about indulging in your favorite treats, which you're probably doing already anyways. Didn't expect to hear that, did you? Okay, but I do have to add a little asterisk here, a little disclaimer, and that is to do so wisely. Okay, so let's talk about what that means. I get it. We're all on lockdown at the time of recording this episode, and each of us are dealing with it in our own way. For some people, they tie food to an emotion. And sometimes that emotion, it makes us feel good. And it's so, so it's only natural that we want to recreate that, right? So for example, I love Cadbury cream eggs. Yep, I admit it. I'm confessing it. But I love them because of the memories I have of spending time with my mom at Easter and all of the ways that she made Easter special. You probably have some of those foods, too, that you tie to happy memories. So the key is balance and letting yourself off the hook if you do have chocolate covered almonds or whatever your thing is. So here's the thing. By telling yourself that you can't or shouldn't eat a particular food, you can fall into a deprivation, craving, binging cycle, followed by guilt. And if you're trying to lose weight right now as you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, this is a principle from intuitive eating called making peace with food. And this was a huge aha moment for me when I was trying to lose weight. Now, once I allowed myself to eat what I was craving when I was craving it, the binges stopped and moderation kicked in. Now, 
I have to say, this is not a license to go nuts and eat like 12 Oreos at once. One thing is to, is to be aware of is that it might take you a moment to really figure out what your body is actually craving. Some people notice that they overeat during the first few days of intuitive eating. If this is something that you're interested in trying or, you know, eat things that don't necessarily make them feel great. And, you know, that's part of the process of figuring out what you want to eat and what you enjoy most. So I'm going to be diving a bit deeper into this in my Mind Your Body program. It's a lot to get into here, but I will be discussing it in the Mind Your Body program, which is all about how to think like a thin person and lose weight permanently. So I'll drop a link in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. Also, think of ways to enjoy your favorite treats without completely derailing your diet. So look at your favorite treats and think about how you can make them healthier. And if you need some inspiration, just head over to my website and search under snacks. So if you just go to the top, um, just search under, I think it's under snacks or desserts, and you'll see a whole bunch of things pop up. So from one sweetie to another, I have got the ultimate sweet tooth. So I promise that I won't let you down. Okay, so the fourth way to avoid weight gain during isolation is those portion sizes. All right. So that last tip lends really nicely to this one, and that's to be mindful of your portion sizes. This is the downfall of a lot of people. So you may be wondering, yeah, what are the right portions that I should be eating to lose weight? Which is an excellent question. So let's chat about that. Portion control is confusing and it's irritating. And most people get it wrong when trying to lose weight. Portion control can be daunting at first, but the benefit is that you condition your body to require less food to feel full. Now, when I was losing weight, it took me a minute to figure out the right portion sizes that moved the needle in terms of my weight loss. But once I did, it became easier and easier, and I never felt deprived. You also feel better and have more energy when you don't overeat gigantic portions, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so listen up. Here are some portion control tips. The easiest way to do this is to eat off of a smaller size plate rather than a large dinner plate. So I started doing this when I was losing weight, and it's something actually that I still do to this day. So think of it this way. Have you ever gone to a buffet and then tried to load everything you possibly could onto that plate? I think you see where I'm going with this. So if you use a bigger plate, you're going to load a lot more onto it until it looks full. When you eat off of a smaller plate, you kind of play a ninja trick with your mind because it tricks you into eating less without you knowing it. The plate will look full even though you're eating less food and you won't get that immediate panic of I'm not eating enough. So in one experiment conducted by Cornell University and the Georgia Institute of Technology, they found that a shift from 12 inch plates to 10 inch plates resulted in a 22 percent decrease in calories. Assuming the average dinner is 800 calories, this simple change would result in an estimated weight loss of more than 10 pounds over the course of one year. Do you wish you could uncover the sabotaging patterns that are preventing you from reaching and maintaining your desired weight? Take my free quiz to discover your diet personality so that you can pinpoint habit-forming strategies that will help you to achieve lasting weight loss. You can take the quiz over at TrudyEstone.com. Another portion control tip that I teach my clients is to practice Parahachi Boo, which is basically just, you know, eating until you're 80% full. 
So once you begin to feel any stomach pressure, you're at that 80% full stage. Eat until you're no longer hungry instead of eating until you're full. That's it. It takes sometimes between, you know, 15 to 20 meals to reset the muscle memory of your stomach to get used to eating less food. So trust that it's going to happen. Okay, it might be a struggle at first, might be hard at first, but just keep with it. We're used to eating until we're full and until we can't move and until we're stuffed, which is eating way past the point that we should be eating. And that's actually what keeps weight on. Another portion control tip is to pause after you're eating to gauge how you feel rather than going for that second helping. This is also known as mindful eating, which is the practice of paying attention to what you eat without other distractions. So that could mean, you know, eating without the TV on or eating without your phone in front of you while you're scrolling through social media. Mindful eating helps you to notice your body's hunger and fullness cues so that you can actually know when you've had enough. And that's really hard to do if we're multitasking while we're eating, like what I just talked about while scrolling through your phone or while watching TV. Mindfulness can also help you to distinguish between physical hunger and emotional hunger which we talked about back in episode three, which is all about why you can't stop eating. When you feel hungry, ask yourself if you're actually hungry or if you're just wanting to eat because you're bored or experiencing another emotion. Finally, in terms of portion, know your rules of thumb. So half of your plate should be veggies, a quarter can be carbs, a quarter protein, and vegetables. Those vegetables, they have lots of filling water as well as fiber, but not a lot of calories, okay? And again, these foods are really beneficial for weight loss because when you have foods that are high in water, that makes you feel fuller, right? Or if you have foods that are high in fiber, that makes you feel fuller. So that's going to prevent that overeating. If portion sizes is something that you struggle with to lose weight, then you may want to check out my upcoming program, Mind Your Body. In the Mind Your Body program, each meal is portioned for you. So it removes the guessing and you know exactly how much to eat to increase your metabolism, as well as burning fat and ultimately losing weight for life. So you can find the link and learn more in the show notes or over at TrudyEstone.com. All right. So the fifth tip to avoid weight gain during lockdown is to get moving. Look, being stuck at home doesn't mean you can't get a good sweat on. Making time to get that sweat on is key not only to avoiding weight gain, but also for managing stress and also for managing your mental health. Stress affects your cortisol levels and can lead to emotional eating and also impact insulin sensitivity. An easy way to beat stress and have some me time each day is to be active. Practice yoga, which is really great for stress relief, or hop over to YouTube and search for at-home workouts. There are tons of them in there. You can find like 20-minute workouts, 30-minute workouts, upper body workouts, lower body workouts, you name it, and it's in there. You could even go for a 20-minute jog of course, while maintaining that social distance or walk outdoors also while maintaining that social uh, distance. So don't get mad at me for saying that, okay? Because fresh air really is important to our overall well-being and our mental health as well. Exercise increases those feel-good endorphins and can be that extra confidence boost that you need to stay on top of your healthy eating habits and not turn to food for comfort. And I talk about this in my book, Unbreakable, but exercise is also what's known as a keystone habit. And a keystone habit are those habits that once you do it, it kind of makes all those other healthier habits fall into place more easily. And exercise is definitely one of those things. I'll be talking about keystone habits more in a future episode. 
All right. So the sixth way to avoid uh, waking during lockdown is to enlist support. So as we face uncertain, unprecedented times, the question becomes, what resources can I draw on to help me through this? Sometimes when we're fearful of things, it's because we don't have enough information to move forward and to move past our fears. So ask yourself, how can I respond to current challenges without letting fear, panic or anxiety overtake me? Embrace technology and stay close to loved ones by hosting regular virtual check-ins. This could be establishing, you know, the same day and same time for a phone call with your best friend or family members. You could also, you know, FaceTime each other and watch one of your favorite shows together so that you feel connected and less isolated. Also make sure to stay connected to those that you work with. So host regular virtual meetings with your coworkers to make sure that those tasks and those projects keep moving along. Tony Robbins, who is a best-selling author, motivational speaker, and life coach, he says that there's six fundamental human needs that we all share and that drive our lives. Tony introduced the six human needs at a TED conference back in, I believe it was 2006, and it was called Why We Do the Things We Do. It's actually the eighth most viewed TED Talk of all time. So contribution and love slash connection are two of those six human needs. So love or connection, the need to feel closeness or connected with other human beings is defined as a need of the personality, while contribution is the need to provide service, the need to care, help and give to others. That's defined as a need of the spirit. So by enlisting support and staying connected to those in your circle, you're activating two of our fundamental human needs, which may go a long way in helping you to stick to a routine while keeping you motivated. All right. So the next tip is to do something for your mind and body each day. Look, there's no division between what we think and how our body performs. This has frequently been referred to as the mind body connection. Our thoughts and our emotions affect our bodies in lots of different ways. So during challenging times, it's even more important to tune into this mind-body connection. There are countless research studies that show the effects of stress on our bodies, which may lead to serious illness. Now, as a health coach, I believe that it's my duty to look at the whole picture, not just what my clients are eating and if they're moving enough. I truly believe that if your spirit is broken, And if your connection to yourself has been shaken, it will be difficult to be at your best. It will be difficult for you to achieve your goals like losing weight. And as someone who was overweight, I had to work really hard to get past the negative thoughts and beliefs that were just on steady repeat in my head. And I know you know what I'm talking about. So take the time each day during isolation to do something for your mind and your body. And I talked about this earlier, but journaling is a great way to get your thoughts flowing and the stress out of your brain and onto paper. And don't knock it until you try it, because I knocked this as well. I thought, you know what? Journaling is not for me. I don't journal. I have my computer. I'm good. But I'm telling you, once I try journaling, like I'm a thinker. My brain is just constantly going to constantly have thoughts going through my brain at all times. And journaling was really a great way for me to just organize my thoughts and just get everything out of my head and onto to paper. And you're going to find that once you put that pen to paper, at first it'll be it'll be intimidating. You'll be like, you know what? I don't know what to write. Um, but you're going to find that once you put that pen to paper, that your mind is just going to instinctively just write everything out that's in your brain. 
And you're going to find that so beneficial to working through your thoughts. And if you don't know what to write, if you just go to Google and just search, um, you know, journal prompts, you're going to see um, a whole lot of things come up in terms of, you know, prompts that just kind of get these thoughts flowing. So meditation, let's talk about meditation, because doing meditation as soon as you wake up or when you're feeling anxious can be another powerful way to heal both your body and your mind. Even just a few short minutes can have a massive positive effect on your mindset. You could even repeat a positive affirmation of how you want to feel. Okay, even if you don't feel it, I still want you to say it anyways. So an example of an affirmation can be, I feel calm. I have control over how I feel. I choose to feel at peace. All experiences are helping me to grow. Those are just a few examples. And again, even if you don't feel it, continue to repeat it anyways, because these mantras will eventually begin to rewire your brain and help you to reduce stress. And look, I get it. This is going to seem uncomfortable at first, but you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's with anything in life, whether you're trying to lose weight or if there's any goal that you're trying to achieve in life. Even with me becoming an entrepreneur, I had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And when we're making these positive changes in our life, it's going to suck at first. It's going to feel terrible. But I'm telling you, it will become easier and you will thank yourself for it down the road. All right. So the last tip is to release judgment. Ooh, I love this one. There have been a lot of posts on social media about ways to be more productive and how to get more done. This can cause feelings of self-doubt if we feel like we're not doing enough. So here's the thing. This is an unprecedented situation and you're doing the best that you can given the situation that we're all in. Let's keep it real. We all do it. We all judge both ourselves and others. The key to not letting judgment take over is to acknowledge the judgment without more judgment, because acknowledging your judgment can make you want to judge yourself for judging. Yes, it's a vicious cycle. You might have to rewind that one just to make that one sink in. Take this opportunity in isolation to take inventory of your thoughts. Write down all of the reasons that you may be judging yourself or feeling anxious or down and begin to rewrite your script with words that make you feel empowered instead. In the words of Gabrielle Bernstein, she's a best-selling author of many different books, um, and she's someone that's really helped me in terms of my mindset a lot. But in the words of Gabrielle Bernstein um, from the book, The Judgment Detox, she said, the goal is to witness judgment, forgive the thought, release it, and choose again. Eventually, this will become second nature. Take a good look in the mirror and ask what you love about yourself you'll probably be surprised by the amount of wonderful traits you neglected to celebrate about yourself. Take some time every day to embrace and celebrate the positive parts of yourself each day. So here's your homework. Pick one thing you'll do for your mind each day and one thing you'll do for your body each day. If you do more than one thing, then that's great. But I want you to choose one of each. I'd love to see what you came up with. So make sure to tell me about it. You can post a picture on social media, either on Instagram or Facebook and tag me at Trudy Eastone so that I can cheer you on. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. 
That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.